like the police knew who he was before they got here. From iHeart Podcasts. The medical school dean at USC was leading a secret double life. He's breathing right now? Yes, he's absolutely breathing. I'm a doctor, actually. A story about money, power, and corruption. When people fall in line, they fall in line. Looking back, I realized, oh, everyone knew. I'm Paul Pringle, an investigative reporter for the LA Times. Listen to Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. John Stewart is back in the host chair at The Daily Show, which means he's also back in our ears on The Daily Show Ears Edition podcast. Join late night legend John Stewart and the best news team for today's biggest headlines, exclusive extended interviews, and more. Now, this is a second term we can all get behind. Listen to The Daily Show, Ears Edition on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast, and I had the opportunity to talk to one of Hollywood's major icons, Michael B. Jordan. In our conversation, Michael shares the highs, the lows, and everything in between, offering a genuine glimpse into his world. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. People give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Therapy for Black Girls podcast is your space to explore mental health, personal development, and all of the small decisions we can make to become the best possible versions of ourselves. I'm your host, Dr. Joy Harden-Bradford, a licensed psychologist in Atlanta, Georgia. And I can't wait for you to join the conversation every Wednesday. Listen to the Therapy for Black Girls podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take good care, and we'll see you there. I'm Stephanie J. Block. And I'm Mary Lee Fairbanks. And we host Stages Podcast. Binge close to 100 episodes. Hear the inside stories from backstage and behind the scenes as we go beyond the resume and into the heart of creativity and what it really takes to be in the business of show business. Don't miss our chats with this season's Tony nominees. If you love theater and entertainment, you are going to love Stages Podcast. Subscribe to Stages Podcast wherever you listen to your podcasts and visit us at stagespodcast.net. Wake that ass up in the morning. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Jess Hilarious is here, of mm-hmm. course. Mm-hmm. And we got a special guest in the building. His new album, Sunday Dinner, is available now. Ladies and gentlemen, Nick Grant. Nick Grant. What's, What's up, baby? What's up, y'all? Thank you for having me. A- I appreciate a- it. Apologies, man. Please forgive me for sleeping on Sunday dinner. Nah, it's man. all good. It's I, all I, good. You I, got I, to it. I just got to it, man. Yeah. I really just got to it. Uh, one of the best rap albums of the year. Oh, man. I got, it, I got it right under Killer Mike by just a hair. Mm. By just a hair, by Killer Mike Michael. The Nick's like, all right, man, yeah. and I. <laughs> I respect it. I respect it. Yeah. You know, I feel like this is the best album of the year. You think it's the best rap album of the year? For sure, for sure. Yeah. Why do you feel that way? It's my other story. Than, other than other than because it's you. Mm. Just lyrically, I think I'm like above a lot of people. I just don't get that credit just because you know I don't have certain backing. I don't have certain things that you know. Mm-hmm. Or I might, or I might just be a threat to a lot of different MCs. You but, say that on the album, yeah, for sure, for sure. So yeah, that's that's just what I feel. Explain know? the title. I'm not, to I'm us. not favorite. Um, Sunday Dinner is just basically me just growing up in my grandmother's crib. Mm-hmm. Um, my mom and father had like addiction issues, and you know, in they in they periods of like breaking up and trying to figure it out, I would go back to my grandmother's house. You know, she mm-hmm. was a little older raising me, but it was like, yo. All right, I got three rules. 
school, church, Sunday dinner, you know, and I'm just picking up all of these different personalities that I want to become and yeah. don't want to become it. Essentially, everybody becomes, you know, an experience on the album. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Now, when you talk about rap and you, you, you talk about the way that you rap, you don't really hear that nowadays, yeah, right? Sure. Does that bother you, deter you from, from, from you spitting? Because, you know, growing up, I'm sure there were so many. There was You could go from Nas to Jades. You can go from Talib to Most Def. You can go to Kanye. There were so many people that were doing lyricism. You yeah. don't really hear that much. I, I, I used to be pissed off about it, but I feel like my purpose and my story is just a little different. You know, I feel like I'm meant to be in this era just because, maybe because it's lacking in this time, and, mm. and that's my job to kind of carry on tradition in a way. Mm -hmm. um, I used to be upset about it, but... It, don't, it doesn't bother me. I in disagree opinion, with that point, oh, though. Go ahead, Jen. No, in my opinion, you you have soundtrack music. Like I'm talking oh, about, wow. like yeah, I, I like you. that because I I listen to it and I'm like, okay, I hear Belly, <laughs> State Property, Part Two. I'm like, okay, no, nah, he really really is spitting. Like ain't nobody else, you know, out here like really really getting. I don't deep know how like to say that. that. Do niggas put like I like that the secondhand music on the soundtrack. Like what they, secondhand they, <laughs> music? No, no. Like when they make the soundtrack, do they be like, "Yo, I'm gonna say this shit for the album"? Man. See, so see now, I, I was gonna be like, "Oh, right, you know what?" Because we ain't got good movies like that for no sure. more. Got so you, I'm like, you, "All right, you, so we need, that took me back to like Belly. I ain't say Belly too because that that was trash. <laughs> but I was, you know, the first Belly. All right, then the State Property. All right, you know what I mean? Minnesota for Society sure. takes me back to good yeah. movies like that. For sure. You know, no, yeah. I'm with you. I'm with you. Yeah, I'm with you. I disagree with what Envy said though, only because when you look at the last decade or so of hip hop, mm -hmm. the top rappers, the top three rappers are all they lyricists. Still, they yeah, still all lyricists you know what I mean. Sure. And that's sure. Cole, Kendrick, and Drake. And mm -hmm. then you still got Absolutely. your Wale's and your Big Sean. No, I agree. You know, I agree. you've had your Nipsey's. You know, you had for sure. Like, like all of those people, Rhapsody snaps. Like I think all of those people yeah. dope. Carolina, you know, yeah, for sure. So I just think sometimes it's just a matter of time. I agree with that. I couldn't yeah. agree with that more. Yeah. Have you have you had your I made it moment yet? Like I think that? one of I had a, I had a few moments that I was, I'm like proud of. I think like touring with like Nas and Lauren Hill was, mm -hmm. like, was like a good one for me. Yeah, um, just the experience of it was like just dope. You said that on the album, and I'm like I missed when he was on tour with Lauren Hill. Really? What was the line? Well, you everybody said you, missed that show when, when she was late. She, she definitely came. <laughs> <laughs> and Nick had to do more songs. Uh -huh. was, yeah, yeah, to perform the whole album. <laughs> Jesus, the guy had to come out. Well, what was the bar you said you used to? Um, I used to watch Sister Act. Sister like, Act. My, yeah. my cousin passed away like on a field trip, so mm -hmm. I, I, did, I rapped about it on the album. And, mm -hmm. Um, I remember everybody like just going to see him. I didn't want to see him like that. This was like yeah. my best friend. So I was like, yo, I'm gonna watch this movie. I'm gonna sit here and watch this movie. I'm 10 years old in the crib watching this movie by myself. Mm -hmm. It kind of helped just get me through that moment, through yeah. that trauma. Um, so yeah, when I, I remember telling her about it on the album. I mean, on, on the tour. Oh, wow. And um, just kind of, she just kind of helped me in that way. So yeah. I kind of felt like, you know, it was it was a good, it was, a, it was the perfect time. That was something I was running away from. Yeah. A lot of the stuff you hear on the album is like, a lot of just real life situations that I was running from and yeah. I just finally had to like look in the mirror and be like, yo, it's mm -hmm. time. So was it that moment on tour with Lauren remembering yourself watching Sister yeah. Act that made you finally deal with the passing? Absolutely, absolutely. Wow. This this is an album that I wanted to put out. Amir, tell you, this is like one of the albums I wanted to put out when I first came out. Um, mm -hmm. But I don't, I don't think I was like mature enough to tell it the way that I'm telling it now. Mm -hmm. Oh um, wow. When I first came in, I was, you know, like a wide-eyed child. Um, but now I'm just in a place where I'm like, you know, I'm, I'm matured enough. I'm 35 now, so it's like, yeah, okay. Sure. Hey, you still look young. That's what's so <laughs> You know what I mean? <laughs> was it growth, or did you was it did you do some work on yourself? Like absolutely therapy, therapy okay. for sure. Right, therapy you, for you. sure. Like mm -hmm. you know, you're not you're not you're not 
you're not in control of anything for real. You're mm-hmm. under you're under God's law, and mm-hmm. you got to find a way to fit into that. And I had to I had to, you know, figure that out. And I just found found the courage to tell the story. Like even when you listen to like the the intro of the album, it's like mm-hmm. my mom. You know, my mom is like yelling at a boyfriend, but yeah, you know, and it's and it's it's a way that I I never wanted the world to see my mom. So mm-hmm. it's like. All right, that's the first step. The the, the thing that I fear the most, gotta open the album. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, and the universe worked in a way to where not the universe, God worked in a way to where it just fit yeah. perfectly on the album and opened up the album. So, yeah. Do you have a, a favorite song on there, or what song means the most to you on the shits. album? Yeah, I, I like that. What, what song makes you uh, most emotional? Most emotional. I think yeah. it's the intro. The, the intro. Worrying about the classic. Yeah, worrying about the classic. Mm-hmm. Like just talking about all of that stuff and. Um, I remember going to like my neighborhood, um, and I remember he Amir pulled up one day and he was like, "Yo, ain't no windows on these buildings." Mm-hmm. And and the whole time I lived there, I never really noticed that because mm-hmm. it was like normal to me. So it was right. like those things, those little things mm-hmm. on the album was like things that I was scared to face once again. And I kind of like just put it together and kind of got it right. That's a great uh-huh. record, and you Thank you. you you say uh, in the hook you say I'm trying to get my people right, but y'all worried about a classic. Yeah, mm-hmm. it, it, explain that because I got some thoughts. Um, for me, it was like, yo, I'm like, I'm going through like different things. I'm like maturing. I'm like finding myself. I'm going through like a whole bunch of stuff, just family wise, career wise as well. And, um, yeah. while I'm going through these things, you get people like, yo, when the album coming, when the album mm-hmm. drop it, like, nigga, did you buy the last album? Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> so I'm going through mm-hmm. these stuff, like through these different things. And, um, that's what, that's what inspired like the hook. And I'm just like seeing people like, you know, not to be dark, but I'm just seeing people mm-hmm. die young and. Yeah. Hearing about yo people that I saw growing up, like leaving, yeah. leaving us. So, um, that was one of the things that I just wanted to address. And it's like, yo, I got like real life issues, and it's crazy because I feel like I made my best body of work, mm-hmm. not trying to make my best body of work. Yeah, you know. Yeah, because I would think getting your people right would be part of you making a classic record. Like if you make a classic record yeah, yeah, yeah. and it takes off, that's another that's more money for sure. You know. <laughs> So sure. you kind of do got to focus on the, the the album. Absolutely, yeah. you do, you do. But I feel like the kind of person I am, the kind of artist I am, you got to live life as well. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, you got to live life, and you know, because that's what creates absolutely that, that clap. People, I mean, I don't. I would imagine I'm not an artist, never yes, been you one. Are. But You're I don't. A comedian. Yeah, but I'm I'm saying like in in form of music. Right. Mm-hmm. Like I, I mean, I can spit a little bit of buzz too. But you know, we yeah, not we gonna get to there. <laughs> All right, wait. <laughs> Ripping on any beat. It's like, no. But look, though, right? No, what I'm saying, I think you you would have to go through, live life and go through your, um, just just your, your trying times, your challenges. That's yeah. what makes the classic. Nobody sure. goes in the studio like, yo, I'm going to yeah. make a classic today. You don't right, know right. until it's, you don't know mm-hmm. until the people tell you it's a you classic. You got to be moved by the spirit, man. You right. got to be moved by something bigger than you, you know? Right. Um. And me, a lot of times, it's it's all about just carrying the integrity in there. Like I, I read something like that Quincy Jones said. He's like, "Yo, when you think about money, while you're creating, God walks out of the room." So, mm-hmm. You know, so you gotta yeah. you gotta keep that first. You gotta keep, you know, the story. The story is the most important. I feel like your story is your superpower. And definitely, I never really felt like that until this album. And I always mm-hmm. wonder why, when it comes to music, they want artists to be everything but themselves. Like they'll, right. they'll bring you in the studio and say, you need to make this kind of record and that kind of record, but none mm-hmm. of it is what you actually want to make. Yeah. Right, So for sure. what's easier? Is it easier to, to to make those bullshit records or is it easier to do this? Sunday it's easier dinner? to do this for me. Okay. This is mm-hmm. easier for me. Um, I think the hardest part was facing it, but now that, once I got into the groove of it, I won't say it was the easiest thing because the hardest thing was the internal work. 
Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But, you know, once I got into like making the album, it became like, yo, this ain't that bad. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And naturally kind of just putting the words together. That's like my that's like my shit. So it's like mm-hmm. perfect. I love the line, um, it's like these niggas play a game called Who Could Die the Fastest. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what is, I mean, I know it inspired it, but what was it had to be like a moment that inspired that. Um, just hearing about this kid that I knew like like growing up, like, man, he's he's just wildin'. Mm-hmm. You know, just outside, you know what I'm saying? Just and just hearing about that. And living um, like they have nothing to live for. Like you gonna get a you know extra man or some shit like yeah, it's, mm-hmm. it's crazy like so. Yeah, I I felt like I had to start start that hook off right. The hook is one of the most important things to me. Now that's something that I learned. So it's like yeah, I gotta I gotta say something that's like. You know, mm-hmm. gonna stick to them like soul food Sunday dinner. Let's let's go to know your worth. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, another great record. Is that something you have to tell yourself constantly? Um, I. Not constantly, but it was something like like I felt like I have to like celebrate uh, celebrate myself a little more because it's mm-hmm. like work, 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 figure out my problems, mm-hmm. figure out the problems of the family, figure yeah. out all this other shit and just having so much on my shoulders mm-hmm. to where it was like, you know, yeah, it's like it, it, then I, I, when I wrote it, I was like, yo, it's something about a black man just saying knowing your worth and, yeah. you know, celebrating yourself and patting yourself on the back yeah. is the smallest thing because you can still celebrate the smallest thing in your journey. So, because women say that often, you don't really hear men say that. Like, we yeah, should. for sure, for yeah. sure. But that's that's the sassy. problem. No, it ain't no little sassy. No, it ain't. You gotta know your worth. <laughs> ain't nothing sassy about knowing your worth. It's, it's just sassy that. About it. It's just that women. Sure. It, we we like to say it a lot, and sometimes women say it and don't even know they worth. They just shout it because it's something to be said now. Yeah. But no, nah, knowing your worth that's for all human beings. For like sure, you have to sure. know. For sure. Period. What wow. is a man's worth, though? Because, you know, most of the time, men, uh, people base our worth on what we can provide. I hate when they ask questions like that. So what's really a man's yeah. worth? Like, yo, <laughs> what's my, my worth? What's my a worth, man's yo? worth? <laughs> <laughs> All right, go ahead. It's <laughs> <laughs> always wrong. Hey, yo, but what really is a man's worth? Like, right. yo, I don't know, yo. What's yours? Yeah, nah, for sure. Um, I think it's based on, like, like just the person you are. Like, what you, yeah. you know, what you... What you think, what you deem is like, you know, important. You know, mm-hmm. me, I'm all about family. I'm all about, you know, just helping people. My mm-hmm. my whole mentality is like lift as you climb. Meaning, like when you get to a certain, you do this shit very well. Both of you guys, like, yeah. Thank you, brother. But you've been supporting me like since day one. It's like, even just being from Carolina, that shit is hard to make it out of Carolina, bro. Mm-hmm. So like, when you get to a certain place, you help somebody up. And when you might get to a place where you need help and that person yeah. can, the person that you help can just a cycle. Yeah. You know, so that's what it's about for me. Is it hard though? Because you know, you, your family see you and you rapping and you know, they see you on TV or whatever and they think mm-hmm. that you might have more than what you have. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Niggas equate TV with money. Niggas mm-hmm. equate videos with money. It's like, you know, I ain't struggling. I'm, I'm mm-hmm. good, but I'm like, I'm, I could be in better positions to, to help you if you just kind of let me. Yeah. Give me some grace to kind of grow a little yeah. more. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. Do they believe that? A... Huh? Do they believe Hell that? Nah, they don't believe that. <laughs> <laughs> Hell no. Nah. You can get a couple more calls when this interview dropped too. Nigga, go, what? I saw you up there with Charlemagne with little bitch ass. And he was asking you your worth and all that. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> how much was that interview worth? Yeah. <laughs> you know how that be, yo. For real. For sure. Yeah. Pocket watching for sure. Yeah. So, I, I, want, I, want I love him though. I want to jump to the record Heaven. Mm. Where the tweet? Where you get tweet from? Man, I DM tweet. You know, I'm like a huge fan of tweet. Like the whole, I always say mm. like, 
yo, when I was growing up, if I was signed to anybody, it would have been Missy, Tweet. Yeah. Just, wow. that, just that whole camp. Like, oh, just, yeah. Just so innovative, so creative. And mm-hmm. man, I just loved her voice. Um, yeah. Southern Hummerbird is like a classic to me. So I just DM'd her. She mm-hmm. hit me back like, yo, you're incredible. I would love to. So oh, wow. She came by the studio. This black woman. Wow. Mm-hmm. You know, real black woman. Like, mm-hmm. nigga, hurry up and finish the song. One of them. Like, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I gotta go. Yeah, right. yeah, for sure. Right. So yeah, nah, Damn. good energy. Special person. I love Tweet. Did you yeah. already have the record planned out? Did you know what you wanted to do? I had the beat. Okay. Um, And I wrote the hook and she came in and sung the hook. Like I mm-hmm. like demoed it. Mm-hmm. But I was like stuck. <laughs> like stuck yeah. creating the records, but when yeah. she did the hook, my shit just came so naturally. Boom. I was like, man, nah, you can't play with this one. You've been trying to get this feature. Yeah. Forever. That's what's up. Yep. Okay. So what's the story? What's the story you're trying to tell on heaven? What are you trying to convey? Um the story on heaven is basically it's 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 still in theme still in theme with the album and still aligned with the album. But it's like I felt like even when it, when I start with the first verse, like, damn, nigga, you brave saying you never sold crack. Mm-hmm. In a funny industry where everything is an act. You know, you know, my whole story was like, man, I would get interviews and lie and say, act like this perfect person. And yeah. I wasn't, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Because I was afraid motherfuckers to see who I really was, mm-hmm. and, you know, judge me, you know. But I, I think that was just a young thing. And, you yeah. Know, I got, I'm not perfect. I got, I got a lot of things that I'm working on. So, and you know yeah. your worth. For sure. Yeah. <laughs> For sure, 100%. Full circle. That's the strangest thing when you're in the industry, though, right? Because you're young, mm-hmm. so you really probably don't know yourself. Right. But now you, they want you to be something that you're not, or you feel like you got to be something that you're For not. For sure. So how do you, when do you, when do you, do you feel like you finally find yourself? Absolutely. Okay. Not 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 100%, but enough mm-hmm. to where I found a foundation, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and how to like... Just, just, just the simple things, man. Yeah. Smile when you see people. Pull your pants up. My, I, I was raised by my yeah. grandma. And she was born in 1919. Mm-hmm. So, the wisdom yeah, that yeah. I got from her, yeah. you know, what I'm saying like those little things that I, I never paid attention to until I got a certain age. Like, mm-hmm. you know, those little things that take you a, a long way. They take yeah. you further than you know, all this other shit that you focused on would take you. So, so is that why Grandma said is with know your worth because absolutely it go hand in hand like course, the things your Grandma told yeah, you absolutely okay, for okay. sure a million a million percent like even with my cousin on the beginning like nigga get in the house it's like certain things that trigger certain mm-hmm. moments mm-hmm. and trigger certain words and kind of yeah helps the album flow you're doing your yeah. homework yeah you're doing his homework. Yeah, nah, for real. We over there say, yo, this is one of the niggas once you know he listened to every song on that. So tell me about heaven. Like, well, yo, you know listen. I ain't even listening to that. Yeah, yo, he was sitting there asking. He said, yo, we need to find the lyrics. Like, so when you said they be, they be looking out on the block, like, yo, yeah. I, I don't know. Motherfucking rap genius. Yeah, yo, for real. So look up lyrics and some of So did your grandmother help you write number six? Like, yo, come are, on, yo. Are they putting pressure yeah. on you to put on for South Carolina? Oh man, it's a good question. I'm putting pressure on myself, really. Yeah. It's a lot of people that still don't know I'm from South Carolina, even mm-hmm. though I waved the flag so heavily. Mm. And you influenced me with that in a way, like even mm. with coming out, like yo, you got a whole state to yourself, like yeah, you got to do that. And those, these are like my experiences, like even when I went home, I, I shot a movie. It's always love. I shot a movie like a short comedy for the album. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So. Um, and just like the people and all the memories and all the different things. You got a few people that's like, man, keep, you know, repping the city, yeah. rep for South Carolina. Like, you the one. Mm-hmm. Nice. That kind of, that's kind of like a thing that keeps me going when I hear yeah. that. You got to go to the uh, International African American Museum, man. You ain't been there yet? Not yet, not yet. I'm going to go back. Yeah, it opened <laughs> over the summer. For sure. 
Yeah, yeah. Over, over yeah, the summer. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go for sure. Now, now, what what does success mean to you, right? Because you put you poured your heart into this album. Mm-hmm. So, what do you want it to do? Because I don't know if you have a goal in mind, and if you don't hit that goal, you know, you are gonna start doing twerk records. I don't, I don't know. Like, would you <laughs> see him? <laughs> like, what does success? What does success mean to you? He'll say, what you, what you, what does success mean to you? Yo, that's like somebody said, where do you see yourself in ten years? Yo, I hate his questions, yo. Like, I want everybody to grab it and listen, nigga. This is what I want niggas to know. Yo. I want niggas to grab it and listen and just Shit, love it. Um, Damn. What success means to me? Um, for this project. For this project. This project. You. Um. Man, I want I want a kid that listens to hip hop the way I used to listen to hip hop growing up. Um say yo, he, I I kind of relate to him the same way I listen to Jay-Z, the same mm-hmm. way I listen to Andre 3000, mm-hmm. the same way I listen to Nas. Same way I listen to Big and still catch stuff from like yeah. 20 years ago. Like mm-hmm. he said that. Like I want a kid to have that that um perspective of the album and I also want him to be like, yo, he came from here. Somebody from South Carolina saying he came from here. This and mm-hmm. he did it. This is tough. It's tough to get mm-hmm. out of here. Um, I'm from like a very remote city. Yeah. Baltimore? For sure. Not a lot of like opportunity. Mm-hmm. Um, but I want I want a kid to see me and say, yo, this album is dope. I love I love this guy. Yeah. He's from me. When I look in the mirror, I see him, I see myself and him, or whatever, vice versa. And um, you know, just show him he can do it for real. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Was Dope Fiend's theme for your parents? Dope Fiend's theme? Yeah. Yeah, it was. Okay. It was. It was. I, I threw a little bit of like you know stuff about the music industry and stuff that mm-hmm. I was going through in it, but yeah, it was yeah for sure. Because you, I don't, I'm sure you heard Mike's album, mm-hmm. and he got the something for junkies. Something for junkies, yeah, yeah. And he he did that, you know, basically he was saying that you know there, there's no uh, I don't want to say celebratory way, but when people are addicted, it's actually an addiction. Like it's something, mm-hmm. it's not something sure. that should be looked down upon. For sure, you know, mm-hmm. absolutely. It's it's you know it's a disease. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Yeah. So like for me, it was. It changed my life. I didn't see. I didn't see it that way at the time. Like I didn't see like my mom. Like I would be angry a lot of times because of the back and forth. So it went on counter blessings. It's like yo, I went to thirteen schools by the age of fourteen. Yeah, mm-hmm. just wow. because of just because of my mom's addiction and yeah. her and my dad trying to work it out and they arguing and, and you know trying yeah. to figure shit out. But yeah, but as I grew older and kind of found myself, I was like yo, you know these people are still human. And mm-hmm. they got their own issues. They got mm-hmm. their own things that they're fighting. And I had a better understanding of it. So yeah, yeah. did that help you with? Because uh, I'm, you know, that, that those stuff can be traumatic. Like, For sure. You know, so th- when you realize that they just humans trying to figure it out, did that help you to heal? Absolutely, okay. absolutely. Like, that 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 allowed me to give myself grace. I just had a son, by the way. So I was it's like, just oh, about to have any kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I was just about to have. I, I just had a son. So congrats. Um. Yeah, so I found myself like just correcting a lot of stuff that my my parents did. I'm just mm-hmm. correcting like, yo, they did this. I don't think that's good because, you know, that's that's something that was traumatic for me. So, yeah, right. It's like loud talking and cursing yeah. around your kid. Just yeah. the simplest things, you know. I just looked at him was like, yo, I can't, I don't want to I don't want to be that father or that parent. Right. You don't want to be an '80s parent. Yeah, no. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just want to be a good parent. You yeah, I was gonna say we don't want to be a 2000s parent <laughs> yeah, either. Shit. For sure. This shit's going, but. <laughs> But, you know, you can control that. <laughs> so For sure, for sure. But how do you even learn how to, how do we learn how to be good parents if we didn't see good parents? And we all parents in the room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I'm thinking just correcting, you know. Yeah. I don't know if I'm doing the, the best job. I think mm-hmm. I'm going to ask my kid that at some point. Mm-hmm. But I think just starting with correcting my parents. Yeah. You know, the you, things that they did with me. You see it. Like, you see it in your parenting, you know, and then it can go either way. Either way, no matter how sure. your cars are dealt. Like, I, I grew up in uh, the house with my mom and my dad, married. 
Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I turned out great. But then I had a friend who grew up with their parents in the house, didn't yeah. turn out great. You know, it's just mm-hmm. whatever your hand is, it you just got to roll with the punches. It don't mean because you grew up in a single family home that you're going to be a certain way and it don't, it don't mean, and vice versa. You know what right. I mean? So For sure. it's all about sure. your household. Absolutely. You know? Absolutely. Who was you mad at on Catch This Fade, man? Oh my God. What number was that? <laughs> Uh, yo, like, eight, yo, nine, only got to listen to three songs. Yo, this nigga up here, we on number 28, yo, so how do we? Like, was damn. That, <laughs> so who was you trying to fight on Cassius Faye? But no, I, like, I, I mean, that's the one you, you shot out 843 on that, though. I mean, yeah, for sure, yeah. for sure. Okay. Um, who was you mad at? You talking about shooting at people? and No, I wasn't. I was saying, like, put the guns what? down and fight. I was really saying, what is happening? See, look, y'all see, but look. pop don't mean he I'm going to shoot you. Like, what do you mean, then? I'm gonna punch you. Oh, I know you yeah. said pop, pop, pop. Yeah, that nah. what, what's that? <laughs> so what do you say? You say you, you, you try me, you gonna get pop. Yeah, pop. Yeah, I'm like I'm gonna pop you in your pop mouth. I didn't think that. I was thinking shooting. You said, oh. Then you came back and said, which one of these yeah, is gonna try to sure. catch this fade? And even like on the second verse, I talk about like my first fight. Got you, got you. Um, just fighting somebody, and I went in the house crying, and my dad was like, "Nigga, why the fuck are you crying? You won the fight. You mm-hmm. Came in the house to mm-hmm. cry. You already won." And what what verse was that? <laughs> No, who first was that? Yeah, you ain't listen to that. He ain't hear the first one. He ain't hear the last verse. He just was listening the to the first verse. verse. I already saw like, yeah. So when you say, yeah, when you told him the shit about the pops, yeah. he was like, no, oh, yeah, the pops is early. That's like the first thing you say on the song. Yeah, yeah that's more? a hook. That's a, that's a yeah. note. Yeah. Oh, why? Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, I hear that part. Well, why were you crying? Oh, that's interesting. Huh? Okay. Why was you crying? It was my first one. I was like, first yeah, fight. you know. Oh, you had one of those days, like, if you come in the house and you crying, I'm going to make you go fight him yeah, again type shit. Sure. Yeah, that's how for my sure. dad was, too. Yeah, for sure. Wow. Hell yeah. yeah. I don't know why I started crying. My feelings was hurt. Yeah, that's it's your like, first fight. My first one, it, it don't yeah. matter what boy, girl, whatever, your first fight and you feel like you lost, hell no. You coming out, I was crying. And if you got a dad won, like though. him. Yeah, you won. You, oh, I you won? won. You yeah, was crying because you won? Oh, no, nah, I don't know what's up with you, yo. <laughs> <laughs> Oh damn, he was crying because you beat him what up. I'm saying. You didn't want to hurt him. <laughs> it was like, no, if you would have lost, you wouldn't have been crying. Yeah. You still <laughs> cry when you get angry? No, 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 no. Okay, okay. I, I was a childhood fan. Yeah. That was yeah. like a once, once in a lifetime yeah, thing. For yeah. sure. Not once in a lifetime. You know, when I was younger, I would I would cry. Yeah. Every time you got into a fight? Not every time. Okay. Like, if they said the wrong shit or some shit where it was like it hurt my feelings. Yeah. For sure. Okay. Uh, cry definitely. help build you up, nigga. Get, yeah, your, dude, get yeah. your courage. Like yeah. that's what it definitely made you cry in school. People used to tease you and used to cry, huh? They'll say the wrong shit, and, cause everybody knew each other. They'd be like, nigga. Oh, I know, like I'm stuff a... about your parents. And yeah, all. Yeah, oh, oh hell no, yeah. 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 You know, okay, shit like that. But everybody was it be that's everybody's story where I'm from. It's like mm-hmm. right. Mm-hmm. You're welfare, nigga. So are you everybody. We all everybody. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You just get a dollar more, nigga. That's For it. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. That's crazy. Break down two sides. Two sides was just like something fun. I didn't want the. I didn't. <laughs> oh, come on, break it down, y'all. Like, we, we talking about his album. Like, we'll break it down, y'all. Go ahead. <laughs> two sides. Yeah, two sides is basically me just wanting to have fun. And like just looking at the industry, man, I just. I'll be frustrated because I feel like, yo, I feel like. The certain nigga shit. It's the lift as you climb mentality, man. Mm-hmm. Just help certain niggas. And mm-hmm. I be feeling like people say certain things to you in this business and none of them come true. I also feel like having integrity makes you a troublemaker. You know, mm-hmm. so I, I just wanted to, I just, in, any, in anything that yeah. I've ever done, like, you know. Yeah. Um, 
if I'm willing to stand on something, it's, it's, it always hurt me mm-hmm. sometimes. So. Damn. Yeah. I could definitely relate to that. You're definitely sure. right. When you st- yeah, they don't, they don't like to see no, somebody No, you're just a troublemaker. Right. <laughs> you're just a troublemaker, Jess. All right, yo. <laughs> you're a troublemaker. No, yo, I be standing on real stuff, yeah. and they be like, what? No, that's messed up. I'm like, yo, it's just how I, how I what I believe. Yeah. And they be getting mad at that. They don't like confident people, yo. For sure. Yeah. For sure, yeah. So. Another common theme throughout the album is you keep repeating that you you're a threat to people. Or you feel like people look at you as a threat. In yeah, the, in, yeah, lyrically. In the industry. Yeah, lyrically, I think a lot of people stay away from me, for w- sure. Were there any particular moments that made you realize, like, oh, they really scared of me? Amir over there in the corner, like, please tell this story. He's smiling. <laughs> Which story is it? I can see. <laughs> what happened? Hey, what happened? It's been, I, I've been on record. I won't name them names. I've been on records with, like, people that y'all probably love and respect. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Cause the verse is better. I, I, when it comes out, I don't hear. You it. ain't even know really? it. Yeah, they take yeah. it off the record. Or... I believe shit like that happens. That happens a lot to me. Mm-hmm. What song? <laughs> yo, look at you, you nah, yo. Nah, nah, <laughs> yo, nah, nah. <laughs> don't even worry about it's it. Of, it's been a lot of stuff. Yeah. yeah. Did you have a conversation with the artist after that? Like, why y'all took me off? Nah, I was just like, yeah, I ain't. You know, we ain't built to like. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, you, I, I would have never did that. I would have been like, yo, nigga, you killed me. You got to write something else. Yeah. So, See, they you know, wanted you to come on that motherfucker. That. They wanted you to be Nick Cannon. You like, nah, nigga, I'm Nick Grant. <laughs> I really spit. <laughs> I don't be coming here playing with y'all, nigga. I don't be wilding out on y'all. <laughs> I'm dead ass. This is crazy. All right, cool. <laughs> Wasn't you with TDE at one point? It felt like it was a TDE Nick Grant thing happening at one point. Yeah, it was. It was. Um, I was I was working with Punch on some stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, just creative differences. Um, he he had a group, and I just felt like that wasn't the direction I was going. Yeah. Um, and I had I had to get this story out. So yeah. Oh, they wanted you to be in a group. Yeah, we did. I actually did a group project with him. Yeah. A I rap group. I didn't hear that one. Yeah. It mm-hmm. came out. Came out. I don't remember that at all. Yeah, I don't want to promote it because I ain't over there no more. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Who was it? You? It was you punching some other people in the group. Yeah, some other people. Yeah. Who else? Yo, I don't remember he not this over at there all. no more. Yo, he don't know the other niggas. He just <laughs> like, when did yo, this, this nigga is crazy. <laughs> he was like, who, who else? I mean, I know you just said you don't want to talk about it, but who else? <laughs> sure. Yeah, I, yeah. Just That's creative it. differences. <laughs> it's just creative yeah. differences, though. Um. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, got a lot of respect for Punch for sure. A lot of that, but you think stuff like that is one of the reasons that Nick Grant isn't in the conversations that he probably needs to be because people take you off of records that probably would have been great looks for you. Absolutely, a hundred million percent for sure, Mm -hmm. for sure. I be feeling like yo, only person that kind of like ran to it, like ran to it, and like respected it was Kendrick. Mm. He was like, yo, you're one of my favorite rappers. This project is crazy. That's dope. You know, when we do our record, I'm not going to hold no punches. Yeah. I'm mm-hmm. like, yo. And we, we talk like that, like just as rappers, like, yo, this is going to be the fight of your life. Mm-hmm. Mm. You know, fucking with me. It's going to be it's gonna be one of them ones. But yeah, he was the only one like in the music business that's probably that ran to it. So why not that's reach out really to somebody cool. like him? Him and Dave got their situation now. Like, Yeah, with a camera. Yeah. Yeah, yeah here's the time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, sure. How about you reach out for him then? How about you help him out? <laughs> I, don't know Ken- I mean, I know Dave. I mean, I know Kendrick, but I don't for talk sure. to Kendrick. I yeah. love Kendrick, but you know, yeah. I don't have a relationship with him like that. Dave, I talked to Dave. Yeah. Dope. All right, um, that's what's up. So see what you can do. Have <laughs> <laughs> these questions? Have you heard Sunday dinner? Put in the conversation. Um, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Okay. I'm not, we talked through like a mutual friend, but like when I seen him, it was that was the, that was a conversation with us. That's what's so, up. Yeah. Well, Nick Grant Sunday dinner, man. Let's get into a record off the album, man. What you wanna play? What you wanna play? Man, let's play uh play whatever. Let's play uh Bravo. 
You want to play Bravo? Yeah, yeah let's play okay. Bravo. What, what Bravo is like? That's you celebrating yourself again, oh, in Bravo, right? Nah, yo, just play it, yo. <laughs> wait, this is right. Okay, okay. Before we get into okay. Bravo, Bravo, okay. What is this? <laughs> <laughs> what brought on the Bravo, like, nigga? I like to see people <laughs> celebrating themselves, yeah. man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> what that, to, was, that what tore you down? That wasn't necessarily about Some, me. It was just about everybody, okay. <laughs> like where yeah. I was from, like where I'm. Okay, yeah. What what tore you down to break this, to to bring this, this about? Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Damn. The niggas don't care about this. Nah, they don't, yo. All right, <laughs> fuck him up. All right, so he's going to listen to Dr. Dre Bravo, called yo. you the other day, huh? Doctor Dre called you the other day? Nah, Doctor Dre ain't called me. Look, he looking up shit. Who said that online, yo? <laughs> <laughs> Somebody just told me Dr. Dre called you. Dr. Dre day, called you. That's crazy. Allegedly. <laughs> yeah, all right, allegedly. Dr. Dre allegedly <laughs> called him. <laughs> Say what, yo? Let's get it. I don't know. That's oh, why I asked him, oh, Jeff. Oh, right. We're going to say, no, you're not about to tell us Dr. Dre want to jump on Bravo. <laughs> you're not about to tell us that, yo. <laughs> Yo, come He's on so with stupid, this. man. Yo, play play Bravo. It's Nick Grant. Nick Grant, thank you for coming, brother. Thank you. How, much, um, how long was that? That was 15 minutes? I I'm trying to beat my record from this last time. Nigga had oh, me yeah. up in 15 minutes 15. last time. Oh, oh, no, no. This is 45. Oh, 32. 32. Yeah. 32. Hey. You see what I'm saying? Hey. Let's do it. That's, that's when you ask a nigga about every single song <laughs> individually. <laughs> Try to get like, yo. Ain't a hour. <laughs> no, like, buddy, it's Nick Grant. It's the Breakfast Club. Yes. Sure, thank you. Wake that ass up in the morning. The Breakfast Club. It's like the police knew who he was before they got here. From iHeart Podcasts, the medical school dean at USC was leading a secret double life. Breathing right now? Yes, she's absolutely breathing. I'm a doctor, actually. A story about money, power, and corruption. When people fall in line, they fall in line. Looking back, I realized, oh, everyone knew. I'm Paul Pringle, an investigative reporter for the LA Times. Listen to Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. John Stewart is back in the host chair at The Daily Show, which means he's also back in our ears on The Daily Show Ears Edition podcast. Join late night legend John Stewart and the best news team for today's biggest headlines, exclusive extended interviews, and more. Now this is a second term we can all get behind. Listen to The Daily Show Ears Edition on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Therapy for Black Girls podcast is your space to explore mental health, personal development, and all of the small decisions we can make to become the best possible versions of ourselves. I'm your host, Dr. Joy Harden-Bradford, a licensed psychologist in Atlanta, Georgia, and I can't wait for you to join the conversation every Wednesday. Listen to the Therapy for Black Girls podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take good care, and we'll see you there. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast, and I had the opportunity to talk to one of Hollywood's major icons, Michael B. Jordan. In our conversation, Michael shares the highs, the lows, and everything in between, offering a genuine glimpse into his world. The closest 
to getting what you want is always the hardest. People give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robey. And me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. I am so excited about this podcast, The Bright Side. You guys are giving people a chance to shine a light on their lives, shine a light on a little advice that they want to share. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side.